0: Are you an entrepreneur, industry expert or influencer? Did you know that speaking is one of the highest paying professions in the world? Download my free PDF checklist now and you can learn how you can become a highly paid speaker. Go to jamieabbott.com forward slash speaker guide. Welcome to the Perfect Public Speaking Podcast, where you learn how to master your public speaking, how to become a paid speaker, and how to boost your business using public relations with your host, Jamie Abbott. Well, my guest today is Sarah Marco, and the term thriving under 30 certainly comes to mind when you meet Sarah. Sarah is a vibrant, charismatic entrepreneur and the founder of InnerWorks Business Solutions, along with her personal brand, it's called Sarah Jane. Now. Sarah actually founded Innerworks Business Solutions when she recognized a gap in the recruitment market for businesses to receive a scope of support services. And she has a huge history of working in the hospitality industry. She started at a very young age in Newcastle working in her family-owned business, you may have heard of it, called McDonald's, and then has worked her way up in catering as a restaurant manager, managing teams of people. in fact after 10 years of growth and experience in the hospitality industry sarah and her partner daniel unleashed their inner entrepreneurs and created their first sales and marketing business their leap of faith paid off as their business became a thriving success And look, unfortunately from that, they were forced to dissolve that business. But it's from that experience that Sarah gained resilience and motivation. And today, Sarah has over eight years of experience running her own businesses, which are now multi-million dollar revenue streams. I always love it when someone has tried and failed and can then talk from that lessons learned perspective. Sarah's mission is to share her experience and expertise with her clients solely focused on their business success. Sarah is a wealth of knowledge. Well, Sarah, welcome to Perfect Public Speaking. It's so great to have you here. Thank you. It's my
1: absolute pleasure to be here and have some great conversation today.
0: Now I have so many things that I want to ask you about. Oh my goodness! And I think we first met during our B and I. We meet every Wednesday B and I in yep. Newcastle, and then of course you did my paid to speak course, and uh, it's just been great to um, to sort of work alongside you uh, for the last almost twelve months now. Um, but let's get started. I want to ask you so many things. Particularly, a lot of our podcast listeners are business owners, and um, you know they want to do all the things to get their name out there. They're launching their paid speaking career, but you've just launched, you are about to launch, maybe by the time this goes to air, it will be out there, your ebook. So tell me a little bit about the process behind that and why you are launching an ebook.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited. I've been working over it in that Christmas break where a lot of people enjoy time off. (laughs) I was busy working away. Um, Look, one of my Top things I have to ask my clients when it comes to recruitment is what does your company profile look like? And I talk about it a lot company profile all the time when I'm talking about recruitment. And it's just something that people don't quite often look at until they need to. And this book is a step in the right direction for business owners that are looking to attract top talent. They are wanting to retain great employees, modernize their workplace, and how to really incorporate fun into their workplace.
0: Yeah. How awesome. And so from a marketing perspective though, with your ebook, what is yep. the whole idea behind that? Can you let us in on the secret?
1: Look, it is a bit of a segue into a whole bunch of things that I'm doing. Um, my admin VIP days, I'm very excited about. I'm doing some recruitment consultation where I am essentially helping build processing in your business rather than me do the work for you. And then I will be launching a, um, Probably midway through the year because I still have to keep building it, uh, my recruitment um, online course. And that is essentially going to teach business owners how to build the whole entire process in their business um, so they can do the recruitment in-house and they can have the tools and uh, templates and everything that they might need to, to get that done.
0: So I said this to you recently, I feel like as a business owner, there are two camps. There are people who think I can just do it all myself. I'll find the right people. And sometimes (laughs) I'm sure that works out for some people. And then there are people who are like, I'll just outsource it. I'm going to out if I can do my Facebook ads. I'm going to outsource this. I don't want to learn. I'm I'm not even going to try. Um, So what you're kind of catering for are those people in the middle, right? Who want to do it themselves, but really have no idea where to start. and and can't really afford the time or the money to make mistakes.
1: Yeah, correct. And recruitment can be a really big leap for some business owners, especially in that small to medium business range. Uh, You know, spending $10,000 to find a qualified accountant, you know, that's a lot of money and people aren't always prepared to spend that money. And yes, I do offer other price ranges. It's not just a percentage package, but it's really for those people that want to do it in-house, they really want to take pride in it. They love having those conversations with people. They want to pick the right person. And this essentially gives them the opportunity to still have that control that they really want, um, but also have the modernized tools that us as recruiters use. So by setting them up with that, they're going to have a higher chance of success rather than just kind of fumbling through it themselves. You mentioned before VIP
0: days, and that's kind of a a new (laughs) concept, something which I hadn't heard of until the last 12 months. What's the IND behind a VIP day and what does that look like in your business?
1: Yeah, I'm so beyond excited for this. Uh, I've spoken a lot about in the last year at conferences and events, Uh, your online storage and your organization within your business and within yourself. And this is a day designed and I'm only doing um, two a month and it's only four business owners in each session so that I can really hone in and help these people. Essentially, you bring your laptop, every kind of piece of your business with you and we transform it. So we're going to rip it all out. We're going to reorganize and structure your emails. We're going to set organization. We're going to organize your online storage and drive and really create procedures and policies as well. So probably around five, depending on what their business and needs are and really just get it all done. So when these people come in for a whole day, me and my employees help them, they're going to walk out so organized and so refreshed and have some structure that they can just essentially go put in place the next day within their business. So not giving away
0: all your secrets, but what are some of the tips? Because I struggle. My files and my Google Drive are all over the place. My inbox is a mess. And I did see a productivity coach last year who kind of gave me some tips. I'm still working on it. But the Google Drive in particular is a shamble. I'm just glad that Google allows you to search to find files, assuming you know what they were called. (laughs) Um, So what are some quick tips, people who have Google Drive or if they use the Windows version, what are some tips you can give people?
1: Look, the basic structure you could start with, and I always just say, try and draw it. It sounds really basic, but if you look at, you know, like a rabbit hole, you you keep finding, and that's what our mind maps and our, our Google drives and offline storage turn into. But if you want to try and create just basic structure, so that could be, you know, organizing it into years, that could be organizing it into, uh, you know, launches or anything in particular, you could start by grouping specific things. And then, you know, you can delve Further and further into that, and that's how you become super organized. But if you want to start really basic, just start with even a year or um, the foundations of something that you can start with that works, or within your business.
0: What about like that? Sounds great if you're starting from scratch. But what about if you've got like this like shizzle of a Google Drive? What do you do? Do you you go through it or
1: scratch? Yeah. So you do eventually have to go through it all. Yeah, and that's just (laughs) the inevitable. (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately. That's why I'm here. That's why we help you. Um, but it is a big job. And honestly, if you if you have everything that's in in under my drive, so in your emails and it's under my drive and all your stuff is just kind of dumped in there, that's actually a great place to start because I would create a shared drive. And the shared drive you can start from scratch. So then you can essentially start building your processes as you go now. And then in your spare time or when you're ready, clean up the rest and transfer it in.
0: That's really interesting because I see the shared drive on mine and I have, I have a, a Microsoft laptop, so I've actually made Google drive for windows just so I can get yep. to them easily without actually having to go into Google drive, but I have the, I see yeah. the shared drive there and I didn't really mm-hmm. know what it was. So you're saying I could go to shared drive and just start creating and what's the benefit yep. of it being a shared drive as opposed to my drive?
1: Yeah. So the good thing about a shared drive is that once you create your structure and folders, if you say, let's just say we collaborated on an event and we wanted to work together and we needed to dump all this info and pamphlets and receipts and all this stuff together, you can create a folder and just share that with me. And so it can still be in your structure and you can still have all the records that you're going to need, but you can share it with someone. And you don't need to share your whole drive or you don't need to share one thing. You can share a folder so that you can both keep working in the folder and be that little bit more structured. So when you have team members, it's a really great collaboration tool to have the shared drive So I'm just going to ask this
0: question and I hope someone else is thinking it that's listening to this right now but um, can't I just share the folder from my drive I can go into share and then make anyone who has this link can open yeah, up. Can it yeah you can share
1: yeah you can share it's just once you've done it as well you can unshare the folder quite quickly it's just it's a lot easier for both shared partners so if you were say if you shared with me, Mm. and it was in your folder and you just shared it with me. I have to go shared with me in my folder and then I, it will show up. But a lot, like that's thousands of oh, little random documents that come I up see. to me. I see, yes. Whereas if it's in the shared drive and you've shared the folder, I just go into my shared drive and then it just comes up as the folder in the shared right. drive. So okay. they, I get a lot it. Neater.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's really motivating. I'm going to start doing that, I think, because <laughs> it's just, yeah, hit and miss. But, oh, the idea of going through it is just <laughs> years and years yeah. of folders and and documents. But how do you know this stuff? How do you learn this stuff? Did you, like, grow up going, I'm going to be, like, a productivity and recruitment expert? and. <laughs>
1: Like how do you know all these tips? Yeah, so look, when we first started our business and we're coming in, I think it's to the ninth year, I keep saying eight years for a long time, but I'm pretty sure we're into nine now. Um, We had multiple states and lots of employees and I just had to learn how to be organised. It was if you don't become organised, you're losing money as a business owner. You're not there when people need you and things are just really messy and hard to manage. So I just learned very quickly that as the administration side of of the business, that was my job role to do that, and I just had to keep running. And um, in this day and age with technology, you just have to keep being up to date and keep learning it along the way, and I guess that's how it started.
0: That's really important. That point you said there, where it's you're losing money essentially, and um, that really hits home for me because I think of all the the time wasted to find things and I've duplicated things and there's different versions. And I have a VA, and um, I'm always saying to her, "It's in the Google Drive folder." <laughs> She's like, "Which one?" <laughs> and so you're right; <laughs> yeah. it's, it's lost time for the business owner, which equates to lost money. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very big lost time, lost money, that's your time. You're paying the VA money to, to try and find the stuff as well. Um, but then as well, if you have agreements and signatures and things that you need to find, if you somehow have lost it in that sea of abyss and you actually need that to say, no, this is why we agreed on this price or something of, of those sorts, if you don't have easy access to that, you don't have any grounds to stand on with that either. So money can can really just dive into a lot of different aspects of admin organisation.
0: Uh, well, good luck with your VIP days. What else can we expect uh, in store for Sarah Marco in 2023?
1: Yes, I'm actually launching it um, now, which is my first launch for the year, is my recruitment consultation process. And that is 997. I am going into the business owner's office or if they want to come to mine, no worries. And we essentially look at what their job role is that they need to recruit for. And we're just looking at writing their ad. So I go through all the usual things. I would do analytics, um, price comparison, all those things. And then I'm helping them create that entry-level process. So then we fine-tune their interview questions. We really look at what they should be asking, um, how to draw out those red flags, which quite often get missed when business owners do it themselves because we just cling to, oh, they're a great personality. There's more to it than that um, when we do the recruitment process and personality quizzes and reference checking and things like that and just setting up that process to before you even get to that interview stage.
0: So and just finally, is there really, we keep hearing about staff and skill shortages in Australia. Is it as bad as people think? And if it is, why do we have such staff shortages shortages across so many different industries?
1: Yeah, look, I really delved into this in COVID and one of my presentation was based on so many statistics. I really delved in there. So look, we were in a much worse place in 2021 when they closed the borders. We have always relied upon a lot of international employees and that is in every industry. That's in the health industry, hospitality, uh, technology industry those big industries that we rely on were just cut short of their supply and so that meant as well that those opportunities that might have been taken up by skilled workers from other countries opened up the door for more Australians to jump into those positions whether they were that experienced or not people were just taking them on board which then left holes in other industries so this massive domino effect just went across the nation um And I mean, when it comes to recruitment now, I'm definitely seeing a bigger influx. It's been a lot easier as a recruiter uh, towards the end of last year and into January even. Normally January can be a bit tired of a month, but I've had pretty good candidates come in the door. I think in comparison to 21 and and 20 everything now, we're like, yeah, there's more than one choice. How exciting for people. Um, But yeah, look, it is is changing now and the board has had a big thing to do with it. There's no denying that um and you know people were getting paid to sit at home for most of the year at some point why wouldn't you hang out with your family if you were getting paid to do that and so those job opportunities that people did need to to jump into um they just weren't doing that as well so look there's a whole range of reasons why recruitment could be tough unskilled shortages people not going into that um into that area so for example, hairdressers in, in the year of 2025, they're going to be over hundreds of thousands of hairdressers short than what they actually need for the country to survive. And so, just a statistic like that, people are looking at that now going, Oh, you know, you don't hear many people, I want to be a hairdresser, because they're looking at other things now. Digital marketing, such a big industry now, but it's taken away administration. A lot of females used to go into administration. They're now going into other industries, which they have the choice of, which is fantastic for us. But those industries that really relied upon those people are now suffering. And so that, as I said, that ripple effect from each different industry just carries over.
0: Yes. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Hopefully things are going to be different in 2023, I would say. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for coming on to Perfect Public Speaking. Just before I let you go, public speaking, how important is that for you in, in your business and putting yourself out there? I know I've seen you speak uh, in public a couple of times. Um, and how much value do you place on public speaking?
1: Yeah, look, it's just something that is so underestimated. You really need to be able to be clear and, and precise and talk about what you need to, to get your point across to potential clients and and people. It could be influencing people as well. You know, if you're a teacher, having that that voice and tonality to really reach children in a sense, it, it gets carried over into a lot of industries. And I loved my Pay to Speak course. It was awesome. So definitely get on that if you haven't. Uh, look, it is, it is good to just, I guess, realise that, there's more than one way of looking at public speaking and there's more than one way to tackle it. You don't just have to face this big, giant fear first. You break it down and go, right, let's just start ticking things off. And then before you know it, it's, it's easy.
0: Yeah, just put yourself out there, whether you're ready or not. Yeah. <laughs> Jump. Yeah, you'll get ready. Sarah, Marco, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I have so much to learn from you, particularly with the the organisational digital declutter, but we're really, really grateful to hear from you today. So thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for listening. You're on the way to perfect public speaking with Jamie Abbott. If you loved this episode, please share it on social media with your friends and tag us at
1: Jamie Abbott. You can check out Jamie's free resources and courses at jamieabbott.com.